Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, Hal let me do the pre-roll this week so that I could tell you all about a show that I have coming up at the Bell House uh, on Wednesday, May 17th. So that's a week from when this show is airing. If you're on the East Coast or want to hop in a Vanagon and get to the East Coast, Vanagon may be the best live-in vehicle. We'll talk about that later on the show, probably. It'll be a staged reading of Ackerman Blacker's Hollywood Noir Trilogy. That's Tales from the Black Lagoon, The Year I Knew Too Much, and The Search for Marnie Bennett. Many of you may know that this was originally part of the Thrilling Adventure Hour. We've put all these stories together into a one-night-only staged reading benefit for Build On. Now, they take underprivileged youth in the United States and allow them the opportunity to go to Africa and build schools. So it's a great cause. It's going to be a great night. I hope you come. I hope you'll enjoy it. And I hope you enjoy this episode of We Got This, episode 115. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best movie snack. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and get ourselves a treat. Hey. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope that the, I hope that you didn't mind the snare drum or the uh, the the hi hat there. I thought we needed a little uh, musical accompaniment. Not that you needed. Anything to make your voice sound sweeter, Hal Lovelin. You know what? I first of all, thank you for the compliment. Second of all, it's always good to have a little rhythm section in there. Why not? You know, if life had a rhythm section, you could just walk around and someone was playing drums with you. I guess if you're doing that, though, you're in the military, and then that's uh, a little scary for me. Or you're just hearing music, in which case it's probably scary for everybody else. Yeah, that's fair. Um, can you guys please keep it down? Sorry, there's a quartet from somewhere. I don't know where they're coming from. <laughs> you just have the, the all the music from Whiplash playing in your head all the time. <laughs> Faster! <laughs> what are you doing in that seat, Gagliardi? It's first chair only today. I don't have any time to mess around. Um, um, we, no, we don't have any time to mess around, Hal. What no, are we talking about we're today? We're gonna we're gonna pick for all time. The best movie snack. This was suggested by On Topic through the Maximum Fun subreddit. So thank you, On Topic. Thank you, On Topic. This is a this is a good one. It is, and it's one that we've recorded before. Let yes. me tell the story, please, if you don't mind. <laughs> I because uh, <laughs> you're uh, uh, you're self-flagellating right now. I, I just I, you know I'll feel better if everybody knows what happened. Then it'll be right. this is releasing the demon once and for all. It's gone. So. Uh, uh, last year in January, I flew to New York for a live night veil show in which Mark was also performing. And we recorded three episodes backstage, some before, some in between a two show day. We recorded Joseph first, Joseph Fink, then Jeffrey Craner, and then we recorded Cecil Baldwin. And I had a brand new, uh, a Zoom Toy. R16. Yeah, I had this, this really cool mixing board. That I brought so I could adjust everybody's levels and everybody had their own power and it was, it was great. <laughs> you were very excited about this new toy. Yeah. And I forget that sometimes, uh, I, t- I have that thing that my dad has where you get a piece of te- technology and because I love technology, I'm like, I don't need to read. I'll read just enough to understand sort of how it works and then it'll be fine. I think I can figure out how to use a mixing board. <laughs> so what happened was. What had happened was I did not figure out how to create a new track, like a new uh project, I guess they're called. So what happened was we recorded Joseph. Then we recorded Jeffrey, which recorded over Joseph. Then we recorded mm-hmm. Cecil, which recorded over Jeffrey, which had already recorded over Joseph. So we got one episode from that, and that was last year's, I think, first or second Max Fun Drive episode, which was Coffee or Tea with Cecil. Yeah, we would have had a lot more back then. Yeah. But you know what? I'm glad you figured out the, uh, I'm glad you figured out, I'm going to stop calling it a toy. Back then it was a toy, Hal. Now that you've, I'm sure, read the instruction manual, uh, now it is a full-blown piece of gear. Yes, and I'm also using a different recorder now. (laughs) 
Did you did you change recorders just because you didn't want to read the instruction manual? You're like, well, I didn't read the manual for this one. I should probably go buy another one with a smaller manual. You know what it is? I'm attracted by shiny things. And I, like the board I saw when we were at, at, at SF Sketch Fest a couple of years ago, and I was like, I got to have that. That's going to solve all my problems. Then this past year at Sketch Fest, when I, when I like Michael Jordan performed with the flu twice, uh, I recorded with Travis McElroy for, for another podcast called Surprisingly Nice. And he had the H6, which did everything in a handheld recorder. And then Craig and Carla used that. For their awesome podcast, which is called the Craigslist podcast, which if you don't listen to, you should. Um, so I got that instead. And now that's what I'm using until I find something shinier. Everybody take notes on that. Point being, we've recorded this before. <laughs> now I want to bring this up because last time and everybody, when they get confronted with this sort of has a similar response, which is you can talk about candy all you want. The answer is ultimately popcorn because. It's the thing everybody gets when they go to the movies. And, mm-hmm. and that was what we decided that day. It doesn't mean that's what we're going to decide Whoa, now. And spoiler I alert. Well, uh, that, that, nobody's ever going to hear that episode. I'm not I'm spoiling something that doesn't true. even exist. I thought we were going to try to recreate it exactly, though, and you were just going to do a Jeffrey Craner voice. <laughs> you know, I didn't have time to study the source material enough to oh, come up man. with a really good voice match for him. You guys were on the road together forever. How do you not do a Jeffrey Craner yet? Is it me, Jeffrey? See, I can't do it. I'm not getting That's it. Perfect. That's perfect. It's a little okay. bit. Like, yeah, it's a little bit like Granny from the Tweety and Sylvester cartoons. Hey there, it's me, Jeffrey. I'm here to talk about <laughs> movie snacks. I sure do love eating them. Mm, movies. All right. <laughs> I don't think that's uh, so, yeah, uh, Popcorn won last time. Let's see if it's going to win this time, though. So what... How do you want to approach this? Should we do a quick bracket of our top 16, seed them or battle them against each other and see who makes it to the finals against the inevitable popcorn? I think we should just talk about some of the garbage treats that don't even deserve to be mentioned that people are eating out of a terrible mistake they've made in their lives. Okay. Uh, what, which are those? Well, let's, now start. let's <laughs> go ahead. What, what do you, how do you want to start? Cause I have, no, no, one. no, no, no. I'm, I'm curious. I, you, it sounds like you have something in mind that is really making you upset. Well, you know, I, I did my version of research, which is put <laughs> opular movie snacks. Cause I didn't spell popular correctly into Google. And uh-huh. thankfully it knows that I cannot type properly. And it, it brought up some popular on the web choices for movie snacks, of which popcorn mm. is the fifth thing listed. But uh, number seven is good and plenty. Have you ever had good and plenty? Uh, yeah, good and plenty are the ones that stick in your teeth, right? Yeah, they're like black licorice pills, <laughs> and they're terrible. <laughs> that's, uh, that's ranked higher than popcorn on this. Well, I mean, it's from left to right, so it's it's ranked two later. But the fact that it's even in the same breath as popcorn is yeah. ridiculous to me. Good and plenty is terrible because black licorice is terrible. And if you like it, then you should get back in whatever time-traveling Jules Verne contraption you got here in and go back to 1901 when that was the only candy we had. Okay. So it's not going to be good in plenties. <laughs> what did you have in mind? Well, I thought that maybe we could take a look before we get into the uh, the snacks of the people, if you will, Let's take a look at uh, some of the fancier offerings that are in movie theaters now. Have you ever been to an iPix theater? Have we talked about this on the show? I have been to an iPix theater. I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the show, but I, I went to the one in when it was in Pasadena, and I, now it's like mm-hmm. Gold Ticket or whatever. Maybe now it's iPix. Oh, it's had three different names, yeah. But you're referring to luxury movie theater. Why don't, why don't you describe what that experience is like? So these are movie theaters, and this is not really what we're talking about. I don't think this is in the spirit of what this episode was about, what uh, On Topic wanted from us. We'll get back to the on topic, but I, uh, I just wanted to delve into these because I love these movie theaters. Uh, there's several that I've been to. Alamo Draft House is one in New York that does this. Um, yeah. but it's table service movie theaters. So you sit down, you get a big recliner. There's a little table between you and you sit in pairs. There's a little table between you and your seat mate or table mate and, uh, you order from right there in the theater. Some places have a little button you push and a waiter shows up, which feels like magic that you push a button in the middle of a movie and someone just appears by your seat. It's like, what can I get for you? It's like, ooh. Oh, yeah, and they squat down. They don't want to block your view. Some of them have little slips of paper. 
Yes. We well, we have uh, an AMC dine-in theater n- near where I live, mm-hmm. and they have the same thing. It's like a full recliner. It goes up. It goes up and down. You have a tray that swings out uh, in front of you, or you can swing it out to the side. Ah. They have little pads with styluses. So when you order something, you're like, uh, yeah, I'd like a popcorn, and then you hear. So what? <laughs> that part is kind of like you don't want to go see like a really dramatic film where it's like, I know who the killer is and I'm ready to reveal them. Wait a minute. So Hold on. A, a medium Shasta. <laughs> they put the doodads in there. Is that just the sound of you uh, tapping on a screen or is there's like an actual popcorn noise that this thing makes? No, that's the wait staff with their little handheld machine that they take all the orders on and their oh. stylus that they use. Buttons. Ah, uh, yes. I uh, for some reason I thought that they had just sort of the equivalent of leaving the ringer on for all of these gizmos, which you know <laughs> someone has done in that place. They give you all right. Here's your iPad Mini. Can't stress this enough. Really gonna have to make sure you turn the ringer off on this. <laughs> I don't know why we let them turn it on. We should have just taped that shut. Yeah. Also, I don't know why we're letting them use the Wi-Fi here for personal use. For God's sake. <laughs> I tried just breaking the speaker off of it. That didn't work. Those <laughs> things are very strong. <laughs> Told you we should have stuck with that pneumatic tube system I thought of. <laughs> Could you imagine that? You're sitting in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like the beginning of a shunk. Well, <laughs> not only that, but every time you send something, you're, you're like, uh, I'm going to tell you now, sweetheart. And then you put it in. Somehow a bird picks it up halfway through and it flies around town. Get back here, you. I want to talk about some of these treats that you can find there, because in the course of my visiting these movie theaters, I have found some wonderful movie theater snacks that aren't going to be what we're talking about today, but I think deserve an honorable mention. Um, so let me give a quick shout out to Sweet Potato Tater Tots with crumbled blue cheese on top and uh, roasted Brussels sprouts with bacon. That's all. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to those dishes. Also, all of the beers that have been handed to me in movie theaters. Well, I'm sure. (laughs) Not only in places that serve alcohol, but just from fans you've met. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. I I, I was doing it in a a matinee screening of a G-rated film. I got kicked out of that theater. (laughs) Why don't you follow this bird and get out of here? Uh (laughs) I like that, that follow that. First of all, that you assumed I was seeing follow that bird. Second of all, that you assume follow that bird is G rated, man. Do you remember that movie? That's a hard R. Oh, that's right. The sex scene. I always forget about yeah. it because they cut it out for the home video version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those birds, the dodos, they used to be called the mother. Sorry. I know that's going to get. <laughs> <laughs> What's weird about that scene is. That the count just likes to watch. He doesn't even count anything. <laughs> he just sits there and his shoulders kind of slope. <laughs> Let's get back to movie theaters. Yeah. I mean, it's neat to – all the fancy stuff is really is really nice. The AMC Dine-In has a very nice Caesar salad, which I enjoy. But almost anything else I get is terrible. <laughs> so I just mm-hmm. wind up order. Here's the other thing. This is what they used to do when I would get popcorn because I generally get popcorn and a candy. Which is why, mm-hmm. for me, popcorn is not automatically it. And if I have to choose between the two, I probably would get a candy. I won't say which one until we get deeper into this. But okay, uh, they used to bring out their popcorn on a on a big plate. <laughs> they bring you like a plate of popcorn with butter in little uh like little to go cups. Which I don't want butter at all. I don't want liquid. Okay, butter well that's good that it was in to go cups and not just dunk and not just dunked on top. Yeah, but also like who serves a plate of popcorn? Yeah, uh, uh, Snoopy does on Thanksgiving. Yeah, of course he does because he's he's yeah. a dog. They don't know what people eat. Well, he was just trying. So why don't you lay off Snoopy, man? But Snoopy's not running the AMC dine-in on the west side of Los Angeles. <laughs> Apparently, that theater is being run by sociopaths. So, uh, now, wait a minute. Do they not – is this the only method by which they serve? Or do they also serve like you can get a bucket of popcorn and this is just the little complimentary amuse-bouche of popcorn that they give you? No, this was a giant plate with a mountain of popcorn on it because it's one size in the dining theater. You're just ordering popcorn and they bring you – like whatever you get, they'll refill it and stuff. Now they've sort of wised up and they give it to you in a bucket 
as the Lord intended, but they used to just bring you a plate of popcorn. It drove me nuts because I, I don't want all the popcorn, even though I grab popcorn by a giant handful and stuff it in my mouth like it's the last popcorn I'll ever get to eat or the first uh-huh. popcorn I've had in a decade. Uh, I do it, I do it, I do it apple style. Where I will get a big handful of popcorn and then take a bite out of the handful as if I am Eve biting into, uh, this, the forbidden fruit of knowledge. I thought you were going to say you get a big handful and then you use a knife to carve off pieces of it and put it in your mouth like a real tough guy. <laughs> With the knife aiming toward my thumb. Yeah. Wow. You don't yeah. care at all. I feel like that's how tough guys are delineated from Boy Scouts is tough guys cut with the blade in their hand and like push it toward their thumb with fruit in the way. Uh, and then boy scouts, you're taught to, you know, whittle style. Yes. You know what I mean? Then the anytime, anytime a bad guy is eating, he's always doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you just, you're making it rain apple slices. If you're, uh, putting the knife away from you. Yeah. Maybe tough guys are just better at eating fruit than boy scouts are. Oh, sounds like a battle. Okay, we've talked about the uh, the fancy movie theaters. Let's talk about my favorite movie theater concession stand, and that is the concession stand at the drive-in. Okay. Specifically better because uh, everything at the drive-in is cheaper, and so you don't get, you know, all the crazy expensive prices that you get in the fancy, in them fancy indoor movie theaters. And also, <laughs> they have all of the best carnival food. Like I specifically the one in Los Angeles that I go to, uh, I love that they have, you know, popcorn, of course, candy, but pizza and those like ballpark nachos, uh, which I realize are at a lot of movie theaters, uh, cotton candy, peanuts, just anything you could imagine. Maybe not that whole deep fried wave of things. So not everything you can imagine, but many of the things you can imagine at a carnival. And that, that, okay. that's always a treat to me to go to that, uh, concession stand. I think I know the theater you're talking about. Is that the place where we took our respective significant others on a double date years ago? Yes. Yes, it is. And I saw a condom on the ground in front of the car and went, gross. <laughs> hey, man, look. What's, what happens at the drive-in stays at the drive-in? Well, <laughs> it was, it was just the first of May and Jonathan Colton has already told us what that means. So. I guess I can't be mad at anybody. I just wish they would clean up after themselves before I go to watch a movie in the spot where they were having some fun times together. Man, I am so mad at myself for not listening to that song the other day now. <laughs> I put it on. And oh, it. I love that song. Shout out to Jonathan Colton, an amazing musician. Uh, yes. it, listen to his song about the 1st of May. Yes, entitled 1st of May. All right. So, uh, these, now these movie theater snacks at the, at the drive-in concession stand, they're pretty common snacks. So I think we'll can include those in the mix. Yes. Yes. I believe, and tell me if you disagree, that the winner mm-hmm. is somewhat, is something between popcorn, which, which sort of gets a bite of the finals mm-hmm. and, and a candy. Okay. Well, let's take a look at this. Uh, I would agree with that. Okay. Um, most likely. I, we can still have an alternative savory category. So right. popcorn is its own category. And now we'll just divide them up salty and sweet. Um, right. and okay. sweet may include other things besides strictly candy. Uh, though I don't know a place that has cheesecake, which would be fantastic. Um, <laughs> and then we'll, and then we'll take a look at some of the savory options as well. So why don't we look first at the other savory? the non-popcorn savory offerings, because this might be our smallest category. What do you think? I think that makes sense. Uh, can we start with hot dogs? Mm-hmm. Hot dogs, uh, those ballpark nachos. Yep. Uh, pretzels and pretzel bites, which I guess are separate, but I, I prefer pretzel bites personally than having them to, to eat my way. I have a very uh, – this is going to be a surprise to you. I have a very specific way that I eat pretzels. Oh man, I can't believe that that wasn't your first one. That that wasn't you said hot dog before you said pretzel. I'm proud of you, buddy. Thank you. I always think of the hot dogs, the hot dogs sitting on like the little Turner grill that that like forever mm-hmm. rolling hell that hot dogs are sent to. Yeah, where they just stay <laughs> stay warm forever. Yeah, running on that thing. How else do you think they power the theater? <laughs> this is this environmentally friendly theater runs on hot yeah. dog power. Yeah. Look at these hot dogs. Man, look at our hot dog slave army. 
They have been keeping six screens going since 1988. <laughs> that liquid's not cooked off fat. That's their tears. <laughs> I, well, I think because I, well, I think of those first. I think of hot dogs first. Pretzels are are kind of hit or miss whether you're going to find them at a theater. Generally, mm-hmm. you have a better shot at a hot dog than you do pretzel. And then pretzel right. bites, I think, are not every theater either, but they're way better because you get that in a cheese dipping sauce. Yeah, you make a good point about the pretzel bites because a uh, pretzel can be unruly, a large pretzel. Yeah, and if you have a specific way that you eat it, then you're thinking about that instead of concentrating on the film. And the, like a good – a really good snack is not something you have to look down and manage, right? Which would, I believe – it would that would take nachos out of the mix because it wouldn't take the nachos out of the mix at the beginning when you first order the nachos but about midway through the movie when you're down to the little crumbs and you're trying to get those tiny little like corners of cheese in a ridged cup yep. it is it is not a thing you're going to wind up with cheese sauce all over your hands in the middle of act 2 of the movie yeah and then you do that thing where you hold both your hands up and you're looking at them like Oh, I hate my hands. They're so dirty. What do I do with them? Do I just keep them up here? What can I wipe yeah. them on? Yeah, and then everyone in the theater is mad that you're holding your hands up in front of the screen. So then the one guy starts yelling, and then mm-hmm. you got to get into a fight. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to oh. use your hands because they've got cheese all over them. But then you think, I'll use my hands because maybe just getting this guy gross will be enough of a punishment for him. Like he stood up and volunteered to be a napkin. That's right. That's why I always say two nachos, cheese slaps, ends a fight. Yeah, that was actually in the New York Times crossword today. Mm hmm. Nacho cheese slaps. I'm finishing mm-hmm. it. Don't spoil it for me. <laughs> I, I also don't like I love nachos and mm-hmm. those are not actual. I mean, obviously, it's just. No. Tortilla chips. Now it's like, now you almost get Lunchables. It's one of two scenarios. Either you get a bunch <laughs> of chips and then they uh-huh. pour the liquid cheese in, but they don't, they don't really care. It's not their job that you enjoy your snack. It's just that they get it to you and get the money for it. It's purely transactional. I look, I don't mind that cheese stuff. I don't like it poured. I prefer it pumped because the pump keeps it hot. That's what I mean. I mean, they pump it into like the little cup area, but they either do too much or not enough. If it's too much, it leaks out on the chips and then they get soft. So you either have to eat those first or you're using them as like an auxiliary dipping cup. But what I can't stand, and this is what's become the standard now, is this Lunchables thing where they give you, they give you like, you get the tray. The tray has a Uh bag of chips in it that's sealed and it's got a cup of the nacho cheese that they give you from like a warmer. That also you say so okay. you have to peel the top off like a little Dan and yogurt, and then you have to open the chips. Like uh-huh. you don't. Why are they doing this? Was there this much of a problem? Like are people? I sound like I'm. This is by the way. This is a really good glimpse of the type of stand-up comedy I was doing in 1997 oh my God. when I was in college. Like <laughs> you sound well, like Andy Rooney. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think I like uh, how they're pack- packaging nachos nowadays. I-, I want my nachos out and cheese in the cup. <laughs> It just, it like, it creates unnecessary steps, and the cheese cup is smaller, so you can't get as much cheese out of it. Okay. Okay. Calm down, Hal. I'm very mad at these nachos. I'm, are you okay? You, you going to be okay? I'm going to be okay. Do you want some already cut up pretzel bites? Yeah. Little pieces, please. Is that your method? No. No. Oh, with What is pretzel, your pretzel method? If I have a super yeah. pretzel, first I take the little nubs. Uh-huh. And then I eat those. Then I take okay. the two the two little things that stick off the bottom. Exactly. Where they made it a little too long. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that that goes first. That's the that's called the Trump's tie of the yes. pretzel. I take the Trump's tie and then I take the two telephone receivers mm-hmm. and I, I tear those off and eat them. Then I eat the little the little smiling mouth at the bottom, and then you eat the not last, because it's the best part. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I can't disagree with you. You're from Philly. <laughs> all right so uh what other savory snacks do we have on the list i've seen like chicken sandwiches and stuff but those are basically like gas station food at most of these i think yeah i think i'd also lump in like the personal pizza with that <laughs> like, yeah a good big slice of a place that does like you know roller rink or uh <laughs> boy that made me sound old or uh <laughs> <laughs> or bowling alley concessions. All those, like those standard 
heated up in an oven things that yeah. are super easy. Yeah, when you eat that, you're either real drunk or real desperate. Yeah. Um. So the what comes out? Does anything come out of this round, or are we just going on to candy? No, I think we just go on to candy. So we've eliminated an entire bracket without a winner coming out of it. Great. Let's move on to candy. Now, we've dealt with candy multiple times on this show uh, to the point where I believe we have diabetes now. At least our microphones do. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, and, yeah, we've actually eaten a lot of candy into them. Sorry to anyone who didn't enjoy that little bit of ASMR. Um, we, uh, we've determined that the peanut M&M is the best M&M. We've remind me, was it the Reese's peanut butter cup that we determined was the best candy? Yes. Okay. Uh, now not that was specifically the best candy. I yeah, that's out. true. That, the, that was the best Halloween candy. That's what I was just about to say is this is not, we have not done this specifically for movies before. Correct. Uh, so we have different criteria when dealing with candy for a movie. I think not getting it all over your hands is a big one, which definitely kicks the Reese's peanut butter cup out of the top slot. Yes. Yeah. It's, and it's kind of unruly to handle. All you really can get nowadays. I mean, I guess you can get a couple of cups. What? Well, all mm-hmm. right. Let me ask you this. Do you, how often, I know you do. How often do you go to the drugstore to get your movie candy as opposed to eating it at the, or getting it at the concession stand? Uh, oh, every time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I rarely get candy in movies because I'm trying to avoid candy right now. Right, um, but, I'm more of a popcorn in a movie kind of guy. Right, but this is podcast landmark where you don't have to worry about your manly figure. All you have to worry about is getting the most delicious possible movie snack. So there, whatever you choose is not going to, a, a moment out of the lips does not equal a lifetime on the hips here. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, then that's easy. The greatest movie theater snack is deep fried bacon cheesecakes. All right. I made a mistake. I see where I went wrong. My yeah. mistake. Yeah, with oh, also with uh, gold leaf on top, and uh, and served on a bed of uh, intact hundred dollar bills. What kind of county fairs are you going to? <laughs> uh, oh, in uh, in Counterfeiton. <laughs> I've always heard about it, but I've I've never been there. The ticket I always have is no good. Um. Uh. You know, since you get stuff at CVS, you could have said, like, Lamisil's my favorite movie snack. <laughs> I mean, look. Yeah, I what like am I doing? Or... I'm getting stuff. You know what? You know what I'm going to get then as my movie snack? The tiny what? little peel and eat cup of salami and provolone already sliced up for me. <laughs> or maybe a Rolltini. You don't know my life. <laughs> look, I love Twizzlers, but I'd have to say my favorite movie snack is... A Santa that looks like a baby in disguise? <laughs> um, yeah, the thing is you have to be able to sneak it in with you. You can't really walk into a movie theater and they're like, um, excuse me, sir, you're not allowed to drag a box of Captain Crunch and a foot bath in here. <laughs> foot bath! <laughs> Man, next time I go to the movies, I'm getting my candy and I'm bringing a damn foot bath. <laughs> that is living i can't wait to go to the movies and get a, a large popcorn a heating pad <laughs> uh can i get one of those bath balls yeah. <laughs> see here's the thing if you've got a foot bath then when your hands get all greasy from the popcorn you can just rub them around in that foot water of course then by the end of the movie you're gonna have greasy buttery foot salt in a bowl you have to leave with. I recently went to get a manicure pedicure with my wife. And mm-hmm. your idea hers. Her idea, although I've suggested it before. But it was her okay. idea that day. She's like, I really want to go get a mani pedi. I was like, I'm in. So I sit down in the chair in the in the chair. And when it comes time, uh oh. She pulls out my left foot and looks at it. And starts <laughs> what did you hand this poor person? Immediately starts talking in her native language, like immediately <laughs> chatter off the charts. Had not been speaking before, and I know, like, there, there. I don't even think she was attempting to mask the fact that she was saying this disgusting gorilla of a man has seated himself in this chair, and his Sasquatch foot is taking me to the limits of what I thought was possible in my line of work. 
Somebody please chloroform me before I have to finish. Oh, God. Did anybody chloroform her? They just come by and put a couple drops on her mask. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. She put on a welder's mask. It was like Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> all of this to say. Go on. I don't think we should include snowcaps. Oh, my God. Do you think snowcaps are, are an important? I've, n- I've had. I like them. Nonpareils uh, as they're. Yeah. Nonpareils with the little white dots on the bottom. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I just think there are better candies out there. Yeah, I I agree with you. Not Perels seem fancy to me. Yeah, snowcaps are snowcaps are the candy you get at a Christmas party at a really nice apartment where you aren't allowed to touch anything. Right. Exactly. Yeah, they're in a crystal dish with a top yeah. on it. There's always violin playing when you reach in to get one. What about? I I think there are some candies. We're going to get down to some finalists here. We're going to do it pretty quickly, I think. Yeah. Because uh, melts melt in your mouth, not in your hands is a big deal yes. uh, or not chocolate based. If it's chocolate based, it has to be coated. Um, if it's waxy chocolate based, that's fine. That won't get on your hands like the raisinets. Yes. Uh, but uh, but like goobers would get all over your hands. So those are out. But don't you think like I'll take goobers and I'll mix them into the popcorn. So then I'll get a little bit of goo. I'm not handling them separately. Do you do that? Do you ever dump the candy into the popcorn? No. No, I'm strictly either or, man. In a oh, movie you're missing out. It's great. I will mix uh, Chicago-style popcorn, which is caramel corn and orange uh, cheddar popcorn. I'll mix those. So you bring in that giant tin that somebody gave you at Christmas? Yeah. No, no, no. I didn't get it. I didn't get it at Christmas. I bought it next door at CVS. <laughs> Oh, so you, so all you bring in is a giant tin of popcorn and uh-huh. a a coloring book from Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> Man, they gotta rotate some stuff at your CVS, brother. <laughs> That's every CVS. the 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 most neglected part of the CVS is the toys. Oh yeah, but you can always get a deck of cards and some dice, which leads me to believe that toy section is not for children; it's for people in alleys. <laughs> exactly, it's it's for Sky Masterson. <laughs> so uh, all right getting getting back to to candies i think mix it yeah some of them you can mix in uh but i love goobers i like raisinets too but raisinets are a sometimes candy goobers i can have any time no raisinets are raisinets are a raisin inside wax don't don't make it brown and somewhat chocolatey i don't even know if it's chocolate it's chocolatey and uh right. and tell me that that's a dessert like a a proper snack treat if i'm gonna be bad i'm gonna be bad raisinets i feel like are maybe i just feel this way because my mom would give me raisinets when i was a kid when i wanted candy and she'd be like well these are like candy but they're healthy i, th- I feel that way about gummy candies for the most part like if i have that they're healthy but but better than chocolate so it's an illusion i know it's not really healthier no you know why well we grew up in the era of fat free where fat free was the biggest deal and chocolate yeah. candy has fat in it but um but other candy like fruit candy does not but it has insane amounts of sugar so i guess free? by some metrics what's that is it really sugar free not sugar free it has no, no I mean, fat fat free yeah swedish fish fat free Se- swedish fish are fat free any of those Hold fruit on, candies are all fat free Oh my god. Sour Patch Kids are fat free. Fat free. All the fruit candy is fat free. That's so why. Then, should we make a section for health food? <laughs> Look, sugar's in an apple and sugar's in a banana and sugar's in an orange, Mark, for really good. Yeah, and sugar's also candy. in a Starburst. Oh yeah. Starburst are one of my favorites. I would like to, uh, I would like to put Starburst up there with whatever we have near the top because, uh, Starburst is, uh, great because it takes a long time. Each little candy to- is, individually wrapped and i'm that's like a exactly fidgeter it. when i eat that's uh, it's funny you mentioned fidgeting because i have a spinner in my hand right now and i've been fidgeting with it for the last half hour while we were recording there you go but i i uh i like starburst a lot i do not want to have to deal with a bunch of ra- again it's something i have to look down or i have to feel around like i don't have to, i can't give my attention to the movie i'm distracted for a second and i think the, the yeah. perfect but you don't really I, I, have to look. You can kind of tell where it is. Yeah, look, you can no look it. I'm not saying I, I'm not saying that they're such a mystery to me that I have to no. look down to to open them up. 
You're but, not pulling out your 40X mag light and aiming it at uh, your lap because you're unwrapping a pink starburst. No, I put on my night vision goggles and then I can see it perfectly. I'm not an idiot. Smart. Uh, I Yeah, I don't want to have to unwrap. Like, I like Twizzlers a lot. We've already established Twizzlers are superior to Red Vine. So anybody who's listening to this who has not heard our well, – I think it was in our first 10 episodes – but wasn't mm. aware of that. And now you know. You can go back and hear why in that episode. But even like Twizzlers, which I like very much, I, I'm not going to get them because I have to sit there and peel them off and crinkle around. And it's just it's just a bother. I do not want to be bothered by my food. <laughs> when don't. When something as simple as Twizzlers, the superior of the two, yeah. is considered a bother, what do you just want? An IV? That would be great. No, wait. Oh, no, I don't want sick. that. I want it I, only if it goes into my taste buds, which would be very painful, I would imagine. I want to taste it. Yeah, just all them tongue needles. <laughs> yeah, just fill me up with tongue. Make my tongue look like it's going through acupuncture. And then pump All right. The so so if you're eliminating Starburst for uh for the wrappers, which I think is a mistake. I think you need something I'm that you eliminate them. can fidget with. How about this? Something you can fidget with, but don't necessarily have to. Case in point, our old favorite that keeps coming up in a lot of these episodes, the peanut M&M. Okay. Uh, we have t-shirts available. Suck it to the peanut. They're not that available is, anymore, but they were uh, We had t-shirts available. <laughs> suck it to the peanut. That is a that is a dilly dallying technique that works wonders when you're just kind of fidgeting while watching a movie. Yes, absolutely. Is there you can do the anything inside of your mouth? And is there? <laughs> no, you can. You can. Pl- you can yeah, you mouth can, fidget. Yeah, you do a little mouth fidgeting. You can suck it to the you, peanut. You can crunch it and ha- all the different methods that we sort of dissected. You can do mm-hmm. them all alternating as you go, and you can put some popcorn in there. And I, th- I think that that is a great combination. See that I would do before goobers. Uh, because goobers, the chocolate goes everywhere. But I, I would that. do it in the handful, not by putting them in the bag because they just fall to the bottom. Also, wait, do you <laughs> do you open your goobers in a hot yoga class? They don't melt that much. There's a reason why they're kind I feel of like, I feel like goobers are – maybe I'm confusing goobers with like proper um, like candy shop turtles. I think you are. I think you may also just be uh, mistaking them for a bottle of Hershey's chocolate syrup. <laughs> Does a goober have the same chocolate consistency as a Reese's peanut butter cup? Let me ask you that. No, it is. It is much closer to a raisin. Or is it closer to? Oh, okay. For some reason, I I was under the impression. All right, well, goobers are okay then. I still like the yeah. candy shell that comes with the superior chocolate of an M M&M. and M. I would agree with you, and since they're both there, I would get rid of them. Now, here's one that we have not yet discussed, and and are we are we going to keep something like Sour Patch Kids? I, they feel too new to me to be an all time, and I I know like simply yeah. being around for a long time isn't enough to keep them. I like them, but I I hit a limit with Sour Patch Kids, mm-hmm. and for that yeah, reason, like there's I think a there's founder, you know what I mean, or whatever it's called when a dog eats itself to death, <laughs> like something you can yeah. eat nonstop, yeah. Which I was warned about with um, my dog as a child that w- we were always worried that Scarlet would founder herself if she opened up our uh, coolers and stuff when we went camping. Yep. Uh, because she was that kind of dog. She would just eat and eat and eat and eat. Yes, we had many a chow hound growing up and you have to be careful. Like you don't want to leave food around. It's a very big deal. You have to be on, on pins and needles. Although we had one dog that ate two gigantic bags of peanut M&M's. Uh, one on one on a different, you know, each on a different occasion, and got through it just uh-huh. fine. So, I- I'm surprised that dog. Right. Ever so everybody, give away. your dogs chocolate. <laughs> just see what happens. Yeah, see what happens. Give your dogs chocolate. This moment brought to you by Can I Pet Your Dog on the Maximum Fun Network. Hey, speaking <laughs> of, let's uh, let's take a listen to some of the other podcasts that people can hear on our amazing network. Yay. I'm Barbara Gray. I'm Brandy Posey. And I'm Tess Barker. We're Lady to Lady. Do you want to sleep over in your ears? Is that a friend in your pocket or are you just podcast to see me? We're a portable hangout you can bring to the gym, on the subway, or on an oil rig. Seriously, we have listeners who do that. Show with us while we get high with Margaret Cho. Talk showgirls with Katya from Drag Race. And hear Broadway star Anthony Rapp sing Hamilton. I am not throwing away my shot. <laughs> oh my I am God. not throwing away my shot. 
Hey, yo, I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not throwing away my shot. That's Lady Chalady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Hey, Max Fun fans. It's MaximumFun.org founder Jesse Thorne. I just wanted to take a minute to congratulate our colleague Ben Partridge. He's the host and creator of the Beef and Dairy Network podcast, and they just won the Gold Award for Best Comedy Podcast in the British Podcast Awards. It's a truly remarkable honor. If you haven't checked out Beef and Dairy Network, you are in for a very, very, very special treat. It's a really remarkable and hilarious show. I would say a perfect podcast. Uh, So... Congratulations, Ben Partridge, and congratulations to everyone who's contributed to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. We're proud of you. And we're back. Let's muddle through this somehow. What about Junior Mints? Uh, Junior Mints I like. Junior Mints, uh, it's a law of diminishing returns on mint candy for me. Why is that? Because that – I don't – there's no insatiety left – after eating a handful of Junior Mints. Because you normally would brush your teeth after a meal, having the mint feeling in my mouth maybe creates a uh, a psychological, you're done eating, your mouth tastes minty. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do love them. They're another one that's great. You cut it with popcorn. Coming back to popcorn again. Um, If like- you were a drug dealer uh, in a cartel, you would be constantly getting in trouble for cutting it with popcorn. <laughs> what about skittles let's go fruity again i like skittles uh, again all of this to me i keep coming back to the peanut m&m all of this from all of these are good i guess if we determine one fruit one chocolate peanut m&m to the top for the chocolate for me hands down okay uh, we can pick a fruit one to battle it out for me i think it would be starburst because i like the wrappers i mean but i, I understand that you're for some reason, super anti-Starburst. I'm just anti-having to unwrap things repeatedly. All right. What about Bazooka Joe? You get a, a comic strip with each of those. Yeah, then you'd I'm, have a mouthful of bubblegum. Yeah, exactly. I'm not <laughs> not a baseball player. Do you imagine that sitting in a movie theater just, oh, I have to keep eating till the movie's over, but I can't swallow it. really difficult. My jaw hurts thinking about that. <laughs> My jaw hurts thinking about some other movie snacks like Dots and Mike and I yes. and Bitten Plenties, all of those. Yeah, none of that. Jujubees as well. Jujubees, I think, uh, I never had at my movie theaters growing up, and I assumed that they were a fake thing because I heard of, they seemed old-timey to me. Well, you know how Dots basically bind your teeth together, your top and bottom mm-hmm. teeth together? Jujubees uh-huh. do that as well, but they're super hard. Oh, so Dots are pretty hard, too. Yes. All right. None of that trash is going in this. What about Kit Kats? I love a Kit Kat. See, the standard candy, though, um, th- I mean, that's another one that will get messy. Yeah. Uh, that I think of that along with like Snickers, Mars bars. Uh, they're sort of, they're, they're, they don't have that, um, buffet reach in for a handful every once in a while appeal. That feels like a thing you're like, you're hungry, you grab a, Oh my god! I just almost did a commercial. Come on, say it. Say what you grab. Hungry? Grab a Abba Zaba. That's right. This episode brought to you by Can I Pet Your Abba Zaba? <laughs> Who tells you don't give your dogs chocolate? Give your dogs <laughs> Abba Zaba. Have a sugar baby or sugar daddy. <laughs> mm. Sugar daddies are great for movie theaters because then you don't have to pay for your ticket. I'll see myself out. Bye. <laughs> oh, it's so sad that this is our last episode. <laughs> what about, um, let's talk about malt covered candies. So there are whoppers, of course, uh, and that's like a waxy chocolate. No, but not still as waxy. Wet. And then there are Maltesers, uh, which I know some people are, ve- who are Euro snobs or, and some of our listeners who are actually in Europe and Australia and New Zealand, they mm. have Maltesers. Which are definitely slightly better, but I think with with malt candies, the the threshold at which you can you can eat no more is a lot smaller. Yeah, uh, let me say this quickly about Maltesers and Americans who are eating them. 
um, in, in the United States. Uh, you don't have to import your Maltesers. We have Whoppers here. <laughs> There's no reason to have imported movie theater candy. Look, if you, if you like English candy, that's fine. If you import your confections for the cinema, that is not fine. Anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm All right. done. All right. Um, can we talk about Reese's Pieces? Uh, yes. People that call them Reese's Pieces are yeah, terrible. monsters. And I like, I like Reese's Pieces, yeah. but again, that's like a, that's one of those candies where you're like, Hey, I'm in a Reese's Pieces mood. I'm going to have some. And then you get through uh, like a a quarter of the bag, a third of the bag, and you go, I can't have any more of this. It's too much. I don't know what it is. That may just be for you because things that I could eat a million of, like M&Ms, maybe to someone else, that is uh, something that they can't eat a lot of. I feel like with candy, there are your thing. There are things that are treats. And then, unfortunately, um, for I know you and I both do it. You have those candies that are like, oh, this is my everyday candy. Yes. <laughs> like, there's some candies that are sometimes food. And then you're like, this is my everyday run of the mill. I'm going to have probably one of these on the way to wherever I'm going candies. Oh, it's so sad how true that is. And this is really like, I get that our show is about taking the the uh, the subjective and making it objective. But it mm-hmm. feels to me like candy is a very personal one. I know people are going to be upset no matter what we pick yeah. uh, as a movie snack because we still haven't eliminated yeah. popcorn. But are, are you saying right now, looking at, at all these different candies, and we've mentioned a ton of mm-hmm. them. I'm trying to think if there are any. There's Nestle Crunch slash Bunch of Crunch, which I went through a phase with as a kid. Uh, that goes in that same candy bar thing for me. I definitely think that the peanut M&M for me is coming out of it. Nothing has taken that off of the top chair in the uh, candy part of this. Oh, I agree with you 100%. I think it I, – I believe it is the perfect candy, period, because it is – each bite has candy, chocolate, and peanut in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the question is – and this is this is where we have arrived now. The real Do you have a drum is, roll in that little sound effects bank that you just oh, discovered? Yeah, oh, this is great. We're recording on Zencaster, and it has sound effects that I can put in. So, for example... Oh, why did I even mention it? You're right, Mark. Why did any of us mention anything? <laughs> I just feel like this decision's so difficult. Hal, make a decision. You've left me hanging on line for so long. Just look at me in the eyes. Make a decision, Hal. Mark, I'm not going to make a decision. We're going to make a decision. No, no, Hal. <laughs> Sorry, we're at a baseball game now. <laughs> That's okay. I just ended that improv scene with the word no, literally. Um. Oh. So here's the question. Yep. Let's talk about popcorn. Let's talk Baby. about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that will be. Yeah, it's... In, uh, popcorn is, I don't think of, when I think of popcorn, I think of movies. When I smell popcorn, I want to see movies. Popcorn to me, every sense of, every sense that I have, the sight, smell, taste, whatever the other ones are, of popcorn, uh, always brings me to the movies. And that's why for me, popcorn is, there's no, the candy's great. There's no candy that's going to beat popcorn. Do we want to say just in a just in an effort to see? Uh, do we want to? Are we removing popcorn? I was really hoping your next words were "people of the world." There's nothing wrong with hope, Mark. <laughs> I guess the the question is: uh-huh. Do we want to eliminate popcorn and make this just about anything else? No, because it's best movie. That that's not what that's not what the question was. We're supposed to be on topic, Hal. That is the name of the user who sent us this question, on topic. And on topic, best movie theater snack is hands down popcorn. It's so, it so is popcorn that you almost tried to make a new episode that was best non-popcorn movie snack out of it. Just now, at the end, it's popcorn. People of the world. Jeez. I had a whole monologue planned. But what Mark said was so perfect, so wonderful, 
that it moves me to silence. I can't even think of anything to say. I did try to remove popcorn from the episode because that was the only way that any other snack could possibly win. It is, mm-hmm. the, it is the only way. And you can't – you know, there was discussion about this on the Facebook group because they were bringing up they, – they got into their own discussion about it. Somebody suggested it there. They got into a whole conversation. But truly, like, they were trying to figure out, well, what if we, what if we remove popcorn? Well, then what's the point? Yeah. That's, that's like – I can't even think of what it's like. I'm terrible at analogies. I'm not even going to try. I was going somewhere with cars, but it didn't work out. The point is you can't remove it. By removing it, you're basically uh, you're basically taking out the thing that's going to win so that your other second thing can win. And that's not cool. That is yeah. not what we're about. And I apologize to all of you. Will you please accept my apology? I was wrong. God's sake. I should not have <laughs> tried to remove it, but I, I was doing it because I love peanut M&M's so much. But when it comes to movies, you have to have popcorn. That is the must-have snack. If that's not you, congratulations. You're cooler than everyone else. You probably wear the shorter jeans and a leather jacket and your cool shoes and you drive around in a red T-bird and you're in a gang that doesn't have knives for some reason. Good for you. You're super cool. Movies. Cannot be movies without the snack that is known as popcorn. It is an essential part of the movie-going experience, as Mark said, asked and answered. Thank hey, you, Hal. Topic. Yes. Hey, Hal. Uh, do you remember when you said, there's nothing left to say but silence? That was two minutes ago. <laughs> that topic is settled. There are so many more, and we want you to keep suggesting them to us. Here are two ways you can do that right now. You can go to email, and you can fire us off a message. Just send it to we got this podcast at gmail.com, or go to our Facebook group. We are uh, There are hundreds, close to a 1,000 at this point, people who are on there every day chatting, coming up with ideas, discussing episodes. It is a great incubator for episode ideas, not only for us. But for you as somebody who's a member of the community, who is a person of the world. So you can just go, uh, if you want to be a part of it all, to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash we got this podcast. Or as always, you can reach out to us on Twitter at we got this tweets. Or you can check out the Maximum Fun subreddit. A flame war may be happening right now. It may have moved over to the Facebook group. Yeah, who knows? Uh, thank you to our producer, Ken Plume, to researcher Kate McManus. To graphic designer Uri Kelman and QA engineer Jen Al. Thank you, as always, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman, for our score and theme song, respectively. And thank you to you, our listeners. I want to sit next to you in a movie theater. I want to both of us reach in the popcorn bucket at the same time. I want our greasy, gross hands to touch. For Hal Loveland, I'm Mark Gagliardi. Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Loveland. Don't worry, everybody. We got this. We got this. We got this. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.